Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD, Money, and Finances, Part 3. Yes, this is Part 3 of a three-part series. You can find links to the first two in the description of the show. Before we get into our show, a few announcements. Uh, First, our program is being brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, listen to our show. We're going to share a secret word a few times through the show. Write the secret word down and listen to another show. And that show, or the second show, listen for the secret word, write that down. Then send me an email, attention at attentiontalkradio.com, with the two secret words in that email, and we'll forward it on to Chad. They will send you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine and a PDF copy of the next issue as it is published. Again, just send us two secret words from our show. The address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. Also, as an announcement, the 2020 Annual International Conference on ADHD is scheduled for November 5th to the 7th in Dallas. Well, it was scheduled for Dallas, Texas, but because of COVID-19, it's gone virtual. Because it's gone virtual, there's, uh, for those around the world, uh, there's no expenses and there's no reason not to attend this conference. While we like the content that we provide and we're proud of the content we provide on Attention Talk Radio, the content provided at the conference is equally as good. However, there's more interaction with the speakers and other people at the conference. Um, certainly, a physical location is a little bit easier, but they're trying to simulate as best they can in this virtual conference. So I encourage you to um, to check it out. The website is chadd.org, and you can sign up there. We're also going to run a tip uh, from Chad right now to promote the conference. And there's another website that they'll share, but we'll run the tip and then we'll get into the meat of the show. It's time to register for the 2020 Virtual International Conference on ADHD, happening November 5 to 7. Don't miss the opportunity to chat live with the experts and learn the latest ADHD tips and strategies, all from your favorite chair at home. Register today at the ADHDconference.org. Uh, thanks again, Chad, for your continued support of our program. We encourage you to support Chad financially. The reason for that is is they're the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. They're the ones that go to Capitol Hill to lobby to get uh, accommodations for those with ADHD uh, so that we can thrive. Furthermore, it's not just one thing to pass a law, um, but it's another thing is when it gets to the regulatory agencies to make sure the language is correct so that uh, those with ADHD can get those accommodations. Literally, the laws are passed with good intentions, but the definition is a really big deal, and Chad's the one with people going in and, uh, and, and spending the time to make sure that this stuff is right. As a result, we encourage our listeners to become members or to donate to Chad to support the cause because a strong Chad is a strong ADHD community. Certainly, if you sign up to become a member, you get the member benefits, which are very much of value. So to learn more about that, go to chadd.org. Okay, this is part three of our three-part series on 
ADAC money and financing finances, and today we're really going to be focusing on investing. I am not a certified financial planner. I'm not a financial expert. I'm just a coach. I'm sharing um, my experience coaching people around money and trying to get to underlying issues that I think really have a big impact on um, managing finances with ADHD that are very ADHD-based. In our first show, we talked about uh, self-regulation uh, and working memory and uh, point of performance at purchases because that's where the rubber meets the road. If you're saying yes, when you should be saying no, um, just because you want to, all the tips, tricks, tools, and strategies are out the window at that point in time. Um, we really talked a little bit about the role working memory plays in purchases, um, being able to visualize in the future and understanding things, and that um, the second show that we talked about is tracking money so people could conceptualize money. And the idea there is if you could conceptualize it and you could get a picture of it in your mind, it might make it easier for you to self-regulate at the register. For some people with ADHD, that's very helpful. The challenge with tracking money is it's really boring, tedious task, uh, which are hallmark characteristics of things that people uh, uh, struggle with or they procrastinate on. Um, in our second show, we talked a lot about the nature of that. We talked about some different mindsets to go about uh, trying to track your money and managing either outsourcing it or try to whittle it all down so that you're just tracking the money that you have a choice at um, and really trying to break it down into almost cash or debit card where you're pulled up on your app and you see amount of money and you have to manage to that on a given day, week, month, or whatever. Um, so anyway, we've gone through those types of things. Now I want to talk a little bit about investing. And the thing about investing is is – Really challenging, I think, for people with ADHD because it's a lot about the future. Um, early, we talked about people with ADHD. Uh, working memory is the ability to use visual imagery to kind of create a picture of the future. And for those that on the Internet a lot, when it comes to time, uh, one of the common uh, jokes about ADHD is there's two kinds of time. There's now and there's not now. And one of those is the, the challenge of being able to project the future and bring it back to now and maybe even live in that experience. And so investing is a big part of that. Um, I know when I got out of college, I'm in my 20s and I heard the rhetoric about you need to you know, put everything you got in a 401k. But at the time, I was, my life was relatively simple. I couldn't visualize the future. I was fortunate enough that I did put the money. I maxed out my 401k from day one all the way through. And I got to tell you, I thank God that I did. But I reflect back on those days and I was like, I was struggling with the now and dealing with the money and now I could always rationalize something else. And so I'm sharing that because uh, investing is really all about the future and very much a challenge. And um, sitting down and trying to think, about the future, where you're going to be, your lifestyle, what you're going to need, and really conceptualize that is, again, from a working memory perspective, it's very, very challenging. And now is now, and you, when you see something that's really cool about now, it's there. So to kind of tee this off, um, when it comes to investing, uh, I think that we need to understand that we are not analytical people. We're actually very emotional people. And emotions play a huge role in finances um, and our decision-making. And I would encourage you to go out on the Internet and Google Warren Buffett and uh, the concept of Mr. Market. Um, 
it's basically I don't know what you call it a parable. I don't really know, but basically he frames out the market. Um, and, and for those who don't know who Warren Buffett is, he's one of the wealthiest individuals in the world and one of the most successful investors ever. And the gist of Mr. Market is it frames out, imagine that you're a business partner. You have a, you have a business and your partner is this guy named Mr. Market. And he's an incredibly emotional guy. Some days he's euphoric and some days he's down in the dumps. And as your business partner on any given day, he'll sell you his side of the business. Sometimes he's really optimistic and he thinks it's worth a like incredible amount of money and asks a price that's ridiculous. And other days he's re- incredibly depressed and will give it to you for like a song. And each day um, you, 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 can, you can purchase his half of the business. And the idea really is to realize the emotions that kind of play in it and mitigate it. And I think it's a real good parable for people to understand is that is when you're dealing with the with finances in the future, it's incredibly emotional. And um, for many out there that are that are value investors, if you can take emotion out of investing, um, uh, you can you can do okay with it. You know, there's there's that one thing is you know worst. You know how you you make a small. Um, fortune, you start with a large one because if you get emotional and the market drops and you sell when that drops, that's an emotional decision at that point in time that can be a bit of a challenge. Anyway, my whole point in this short little conversation and diatribe in Mr. Market is that investing can be very, very emotional. And we talked about ADHD as an issue of self-regulation in our first uh, part series. And we talked about emotional self-regulation and often, um, purchases are made um, because of the emotion like, oh, I would look really good in that fancy car or on this boat and it feels really good in that moment. Um, it's emotional purchases. I described there, a car for me gets you from point A to point B. Um, I've always purchased used cars um, because there's a when they drive off a lot, they, they fall in value. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that, but I've always been a value Purchase why I purchase the cars that are used, and I've always stuck to cars that have had longevity. Um, most cars I drive are 200, 300,000 miles, uh, Toyotas, Hondas, stuff like that. And I'm always looking at the lowest price per mile that I drive. Now, many of you won't go through that exercise, but really what I'm trying to get to is underline the role of emotions with regard to purchases, large purchases and investing, and relate that back to emotional self-regulation and an ADD issue that needs to be regulated. And that we have this issue with regard to working memory to visualize the future and the euphoric thrill of the moment to make some purchases. And so I'm setting this up and I'm hopefully that you can see there's a huge challenge here and a real conflict. Um, That being said, many people can go to a financial planner to sit down and talk about a financial plan which usually includes lots of spreadsheets and lots of numbers that just send people with ADHD really kind of off the charts. And this can be a bit of a challenge and the institutions have been set up to deliver it this way in terms of reports and stuff like that. And I found that um, if you're going to sit down and manage the future, you need to sit down with somebody and talk for many people. It's give me a timeline show me how this is going to play out. And so you imagine you have a bar graph or line graph that's kind of going through and it talks about, you know, here's your income levels and here's your expenses. And then they show you as you get older, how those crisscross and how that changes for you to get a sense of, of what's going on. Um, and even for some financial planners actually talk about, uh, 
the future and the amount of money that you need and bring it back. Forgive me. I know this is over everybody's head a little bit in some situations, but sometimes like if you're going to retire at age 65 and you want to make $100,000 until you die, there's a certain amount of money that you need in the bank right now to be invested at a return to provide that amount of money. Sometimes if you can get them to give you that amount, you can see how big that is and realize that you need to do something about today if you want to live that lifestyle. Other people, that's a little bit overwhelming because emotionally they don't really like that answer, which gets into the epicenter of this. You start to see how challenging investing is because for some, it's a big number that you just got to calculate. And for others, it's overwhelmed. So like, oh my God, I've got to put that much money away to live that way. I don't want to think about it. I'm going to go do something else. That's why I find that people with ADHD struggle a lot with investing in these challenges. Tell you what, let's pause here and let's go to break. And when we come back, we'll kind of continue our conversation here. Um, the secret word tonight is investing. Again, the secret word is investing. My name is uh, Jeff Copper. I'm an ADHD attention coach. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be your child's greatest ally by reading the book Ned Hollowell described as a game changer. Michelle Borba referred to as the ultimate guide for parents. And Michael Thompson praised as the groundbreaking book you've been waiting for. Go to playbetterplan.com to buy a copy of Caroline McGuire's book, Why Will No One Play With Me? While you're there, subscribe to download her free mini course on developing social skills for children. That's playbetterplan.com. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and Executive Function Challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to part three of a three-part series on money and investing. Part one, we talked about uh, self-regulation, working memory, uh, and purchases at point of performance at the register or online shopping cart. We also talked about uh, big purchases at that point in time about emotions. The second show, we talked about tracking money um, to help working, to help people conceptualize money to make it easy for them to self-regulate at the uh, at the register. And we talked about the challenges and the tediousness of that. This show, we were talking about investing. And this is definitely, I think, one of the more challenging areas because as the, before the break, we talked about the role emotions play in, in, in investing. 
and the role emotions play in ADHD, the need to self-regulate uh, that. And when you're 20 or 30 and you see that car or you see that thing, that vacation, it's there, it's tangible, you can see it, it feels really, really good. You can't conceptualize retirement. So it's really difficult to self-regulate with regard to the emotions at that period of time. Also try to frame out the challenge of visualizing the future, visual imagery to kind of see what the future looks like, which is a challenge for ADHD. I'm hoping that you guys begin to see how difficult this is. And I don't think anybody really sits down with people with ADHD and they address it at this really particular level. There are some people where with ADHD where you can map this stuff out with some spreadsheets and do some calculations and some numbers and they can begin to analytically say if you crunch the numbers and I need $700,000 of investments today at a 9% return so that I can retire at $100,000 from age 65 to 80 and they begin to say I'm going to start taking this much money out of my budget and start investing it over a period of time that calculation can be easy and manageable for some people with ADHD where really about really trying to find somebody. There are other people with ADHD who really can't conceptualize what it's like to live at $100,000 at age 65 unless it's actually really a lived experience. I've coached a number of people with ADHD who had addictive issues and behavior and we've talked, they know the words that if they continued with their addiction, it would be bad, but they can't conceptualize it. It's just words to them. They, they, it's not a lived experience um, until they actually live it to know really kind of what it's like. And so that's a bit of a challenge for people with ADHD because if you can't conceptualize it, you can't get it, you can't learn it, and you're dealing with the now, it's much more difficult for you to, to deal with self-regulation. How do you manage this? It's really very much a challenge. It comes a lot to awareness of the particular individual and faith and trust in, in the people that you deal with. What I encourage in these situations is you begin to find trusted individuals and you begin to realize that the future is, is hard for you to conceptualize and begin to talk about how you can do that. Try to make it tangible as best you can and or if you find somebody trusted and they say this is this is where your life will be and you trust them, maybe you, you kind of go on blind faith. But this particular area I think is very challenging for people with ADHD because of the motion, because of the working memory, and because of the issues associated with that. Another area is sometimes if you're a spouse of somebody with ADHD and your partner can conceptualize this and you trust them, it's either that or maybe you get a second opinion on some of these things. But the idea really here is he was talking about a very, very intangible space that's very difficult for you to pull some things together and really make that happen. My hope is that this conversation will help you realize those roles are and give you a mindset to get out there and kind of think your way through that as best that you can. Just a note on this, many people with ADHD I find get intimidated when they start talking about finances because the options are incredible. There's real estate, there's bonds, there's preferred stock, there's common stock, there's get-risk-quick schemes, there's international stocks. It's, 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 again, it's just really, really kind of overwhelming. And the idea really is to find somebody and, and even visualize it if you can and break it all down. And if you can't, realize is that maybe not something that you should be doing and you should just kind of try to find a trusted friend. What I want to do is, again, I want to go to a commercial break real quick. We'll come back and start pulling all this stuff together, um, all three shows, to give you a mindset of, of managing this. Again, our secret word tonight is investing. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. 
Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit EdgeFoundation.org to learn more how an Edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the last part of a three-part series on ADHD uh, money and finances. What I hope that I've been able to illuminate in this three-part series are the two core issues of ADHD, self-regulation, not only regulating your attention, but also regulating your emotion and the challenge that working memory plays and being able to visualize or use visual imagery to see time and to see money. What I hope that that you begin to understand is as we're moving into a digital world, money's becoming out of sight and out of mind. It's really easy to swipe the card. For corporate America and stuff, it's very, very convenient for you to automate these things, to not interact with your money, to not have to make a purchasing decision every time something kind of comes around. The reason it's good for them is you have a tendency to continue to spend money and they make money that way. That at its core, either you compartmentalize money and you put it aside for it to run itself and you deal with maybe an allowance and or you try to make it more tangible and interact with it. These are the overriding themes that I hold as a mindset when I'm sitting down and trying to coach somebody around this. Everybody deals with money a little bit differently. But at the register, there's a certain amount. Can you just walk away and say no? Are you aware of some of that stuff? If you're the person who just can't help themselves from themselves, like the crowd that I coach that can't put their cell phones down, literally, I have some of them that just go buy a flip phone because as much as they try to limit their access to the Internet and things on their cell phone, they just are incapable of doing it. And so we remove the ability altogether. So that's one strategy at the, at the point of purchase in order to manage money. For those that can, can manage money, if they can or self-regulate, if they can conceptualize it, the challenge is how do, you, how do you get the picture of that in your mind? Try to 
brainstorm in part two about how you can simplify that in certain ways so that either somebody else is putting that stuff together and realize if it comes to managing money, you might spend some money to manage it and or to simplify it in a way by sitting down on one fell swoop to try to automate some stuff and then just deal with the variable cost in a way that we used to with money on an interactive basis and limit your access to get to funds that are intended for some other things. And this last part, investing, which honestly is real challenging, I hope that you begin to realize is how the emotions um, purchases now and the tangibility of now and the way the world is selling comfort and convenience to you is really easy for you to put off the effort of visualizing and imagining the future. So you discount it for today. The challenge of the future is it's really complicated. I have to tell you, I'm 57, and my world's very different than I ever envisioned it when I was 20. I was fortunate at the time to put some money away and adhere to some of the things that I was told just on blind faith. Um, but I was just one of the lucky ones. And so the challenge of this is emotionally, what do you do? Because we want to live for the now. Who knows what's going to happen? But um, it can be very challenging for you to put the money away in the future if you can't tangibly or visualize the future. When I'm working with that crowd, do what you can. Timelines, even a bar graph showing this is your income, this is your expenses over a period of time. Anything that you can do to do that and or go to visit people that are maybe uh, more challenged with finances or, or, or struggling or those that are well off and ask them what they did. Anything to kind of get your arms around that to get a sense of the future to bring it back to the present. In the end, when it comes to coaching people around managing money, at the end of the day, I'm always coaching and focusing on how to solve the working memory problem and how to solve for the self-regulation. Best scenario on the self-regulation is limit their exposure or the temptations. And then, so what do you do when you are? How do you down-regulate when there it's complex? With regard to tracking money it's simplify it as best you can and or compartmentalize it down into just a very small area that you can kind of conceptualize and when it comes to investing really relying and working with other people to kind of help begin to to visualize money in a way that you're comfortable with to kind of move forward through this series um, i hope that you have found some value i hope that you begin to realize is that uh, as you go out there and you look at uh, what people advocate um, a lot of it's just try harder. You should be able to do this. People with ADHD struggle with this a lot, um, substantially, I might add. And um, advocate for yourself. Focus on your ADD. Manage your ADD, and I think you'll be able to manage your finances a little bit better. Again, we hope that you found uh, this show and this series to be somewhat insightful. We realize is that many of you wanted me to tell you what to do. If I could, I would but it doesn't work for everybody. So with that, we hope you've gained some knowledge. We've given the opportunity to think. Again, my name is Jeff Copper. I'm an ADHD and attention coach. I'm with Dig Coaching Practice. Our secret word tonight is investing. And with that, we hope you've enjoyed our series. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.